That, of course, is the horn alert that lets us know my Cunho is there. <laughs> <laughs> or if you just cut him off. <laughs> if you hear this horn, either Mike Cunho is coming on to talk football with us, or you just cut him off on the Golden Glades. <laughs> uh, Love funny. you, Mike. That's Solana, though. I didn't even think of that. Like that's Solana just beginning the the segment with a, a negative note. Uh, just oh. terrible. Solana, what are you doing? Why why are you doing this? How are you us? blaming this on me? I mean, you guys you guys started the bit. I I, I just play the sound effects. I'm not so certain. Uh, we'll go out to the Toyota of Hollywood Hotline. Mike Cuno, you can watch him hosting Dolphins Weekly Live on CBS 4. You could see him delivering sports on CBS here in Miami. And you could see him nationally on CBS Sports HQ. Hello, Mike. I'd like to apologize from our, our executive yeah, producer. Know, I, have, I have a Friday off. I'm sitting in my backyard looking at the beautiful cloudless sky. And then just to ruin it, it's just that squeaky little horn pops in. And it's like, ah, ruin your weekend. Because <laughs> yeah, that's him, like, you know, him. It's like having a a, a, a a younger brother and you go, I'm not touching you. But, you know, you, your hand is like one millimeter <laughs> from his uh, from his neck. I mean, what are you doing? You're just you're just trying to start things, Solana. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean, we got Skyler. We, we got Skyler and Flacco on Sunday. Let's have a little fun here, all right? <laughs> <laughs> what um, what the hell happened to this season, Mike? That it has come down to a game for all the marbles, and there's other stuff that has to happen. But uh, it'll be Skyler Thompson versus Joe Flacco for a possible trip to the playoffs for the Dolphins. Uh, pretty wild, uh, unexpected finish to this season. It is quite insane to be sitting here at like eight and three and going all right we're like this team's gonna be fine they're gonna make the play literally probably just had to win one game during that stretch and it you know against an afc team and it probably would have done the trick um i don't know it's a it's a collected collection of things um it just always seems like this team for whatever reason all three phases can't get on the same page in the same game um you see the defense last week which had, even though banged up, had struggled parts of this year. They only give up 16 points. Uh, and you're like, okay, against the Patriots, you got to believe the Dolphins' offense, even with a backup QB, could probably uh, keep up with them. And they couldn't. And, of course, special teams also an issue. So uh, it just seems like every week, every week there's something. Uh, injuries have certainly been a big part of it. Um, but this is the NFL, and, and no one's going to, no one's going to, you know, be you know feel sorry for you for injuries because every team deals with them so yeah it's just the the punches just keep coming every week it's just trying to guess which one it's gonna hit you and mike i watched the press conference y'all stopped laughing at mcdaniel's jokes i'm sure you didn't I like saw that. that too <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> um i yeah i'm not saying stop laughing at the jokes uh my head might have been in my phone today uh tweeting an injury update i'm sure I know he made one one joke about his surprise look about Joe Flacco uh, being the starter this week. So, uh, yeah, I mean, look, it's it's down to the nitty gritty. It's not a five game win streak at the time. It's not uh, before the season starts where expectations um, were high, but everyone felt really positive about it. Uh, this is this is season over type stuff if they don't get it done. So, 
Yeah, it's not exactly a laughing matter anymore. Yeah, uh, to, to, that, to that point, though, consistency, and this is to tell me if I'm wrong, consistency on a team is on the coaching staff. To your point, eight, eight and three, lose six in a row, seem like they, you know, just the team's not playing together. That part you said, the complimentary football is the phrase you're speaking of. The defense, offense, special teams on the same page. That's on the coaching staff. This has to – injury is injury, Mike. This has to something to do with coaching, this six, their five-game losing streak leading into this week. Yeah, uh, uh, I think there's been times throughout the year where you see questionable calls, like maybe just going away from the run game in, in certain games when it's been working, like like in Buffalo and other areas. Um, yeah, you, you wonder if some of it is rookie coaching mistakes. Uh, not being able to get a challenge call to go your way all season long is pretty rough. And at times not challenging plays that, that were touchdowns for you. Um, these little things were beginning to add up throughout the year, and it just they kind of manifest themselves with the six-game losing streak. Some of it's on the players too. I mean, you, you mean going back? I, I go back to that San Francisco game, which probably didn't have much bearing on the playoffs for them anyway. But but two are just missing guys. Like I, I have this image burned in my head of Je- Jeff Wilson running free down the sideline and two overshooting him by ten yards. Like that's the kind of thing that when you miss your opportunities and you miss a field goal, um, they're finally coming back to bite the Dolphins. Earlier in the year, they didn't. They were winning some of these one-score games. But, um, but yeah, I, I think it is, a, is a five of their losses, if I'm not mistaken, the stat I was looking at the other day were one-score losses. So, um, yeah, that's sometimes the difference in a game. There are some reports out there, and it's gone viral because it does seem like such a wacky story, but there have been a couple reports that if the Dolphins lose, Stephen Ross is planning on firing Mike McDaniel. Is there any validity to that? I don't know, and I I can't imagine that's the case because I I think talking to players, they seem to have – they seem to still – respect Mike McDaniel. It's not like to me, at least players I've talked to seem like he's lost a locker room in a way. Um, you know, so I, I don't think that's the case. These guys are still out there trying. It's not like these guys aren't out there um, fighting for this. I guess maybe if there were, if they had draft picks and the whole Sean Payton thing was a possibility, but that would to me be the only way, you know, you, I would be like, okay, Hey, maybe this might be a thing, but I, I don't think so. I, I think he gets at least another year. I mean, it is his first time being a head coach. First year, eight wins. Is he falling short of expectations considering the way the season started? Sure, you can make that argument. Uh, but I could also make the argument that a starting quarterback hasn't played a lot. Starting left tackle hasn't played a lot. Uh, Bradley Chubb, a, a guy that they they brought in, spent draft picks on, misses time. Xavier Howard's missed time. I mean, I, I think there's context to a lot of this stuff. And, and I think if you look at the bigger picture, I don't think um, that would lead me to believe that Mike McDaniel can be a one-and-done head coach. And, Mike, what kind of confidence do you have in Skyler? He gets the full week, you know, like now he's a starter, he's getting all the reps, but I have not been impressed with him when he's played in the regular season. I have no confidence. I was saying earlier to Hawk, I think this is a race to 20. The first team to 20 wins this game. Yeah, I mean, what, it's, t- it's a tough spot for him to be in, but – I thought during training camp he proved that he belonged on this team with a roster spot. And I, I think now you're happy you, you have him. 
Are there better backup quarterbacks out there? Yeah, but you also had brought in Teddy Bridgewater, so you felt good about it. You felt good about keeping Sky. Like you never expected Skyler to actually play this much this season. I understand he's probably not impressing anyone right now, but he's a seventh round draft pick who's been thrown into the fire in a couple of games. He also didn't expect to play in. I mean, that Jets game, he he comes in after the first play because Teddy gets knocked out. Right. Um, last week, he comes in a spot where he's trying to lead the team from behind when. You know, Teddy was, was in and actually I, I thought was doing an okay job, especially finding running backs out of the backfield. I thought he was going, he was doing a good job getting into the safety net. Um, but, but yeah, I mean, I, I'm not like, how can you, how can you put it on him and, and be like, oh, he's not saying that's what you're doing, saying he's someone to blame, but I think it just is what it is. You just hope that with last week's experience, experience he's gained over the, over um, the season intermittently, and then this week's worth of prep that you just hope he can go in there and do something for you because that Jets defense is tough. Mike Cuno from CBS4 is with us. Uh, playoffs or not, is this offseason going to solely be about figuring out is Tua your long-term answer at quarterback? And I don't think it has to do with the play on the field. I think it has everything to do with the head injuries. Yeah, so I, I think if you were looking at the play at the field, you could be like, I, I can make a case that, you know, he should be here just because I think the system works for him. Um, you look at what, you know, how well he works with Coach Bevel and McDaniel, I, I think it works for him. But sure, durability is definitely a concern. And I think they have to at least make sure each and every year they have a really good backup in the wings, someone that they think can be an NFL starter in this league because, because that's a problem. I mean, you're looking at teams like, like the 49ers and the Ravens who are still getting into the playoffs and going on nine game win streaks with their second and third string quarterbacks. Um, yeah, they, I think they have to make investments in that position. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, it, it all depends on what's going to happen with to his future. Right. I mean, I think if he's going to play again, he's your guy for, for now. Um, you don't have a first-round draft pick this year to go get another quarterback. So I think for the foreseeable future, yeah, he's your QB. And Mike, we weren't there. I don't know if you were there when they were um, when Sam Madison, who's an old teammate of mine, said that about Byron mm-hmm. Jones. Some people play through injuries yeah. and some people don't. I don't. Was he yeah. taking a shot at Byron? Because I think that was a big piece of why our secondary struggled. I I, I was there. Um, I didn't take it necessarily as. Uh, a shot of Byron. I just thought it meant like some people like actually have the ability to come back and some people don't, you know, like in, in injuries are all different. That's the way I, I took it. Um, but yeah, th- to me, the the two big injuries for this team that were actually even had the third really um, Byron's certainly a problem because they like top two flight end corners out there, you know, to help the pass rush. Um, but Brandon Jones, I mean, I feel like I'm a broken record with this because I think he was so important this, this season. He was your leading tackler at the time he got injured. Um, he created a lot of chaos at the line of scrimmage in terms of blitzing. Uh, and he was just a really good, solid piece in that secondary. Um, Emmanuel Ogba, that was part of the reason of, hey, if we have Chubb and Ogba, and all, like it was just a wave of, of these edge rushers coming at you. And edge rushers are Mike McDaniel's favorite position. Um, to watch and coach, he's kind of infatuated with those guys. He thought, okay, maybe this is what they had in mind. If they can't do it on the back end with those injuries, at least we'll get the pressure up front. But, 
I mean, you look at those three and you wonder what could have been for this defense. And you haven't even talked about the Nick Needhams of the world, you know, him getting, him getting hurt, him being a part of that defense for a couple of years now. So, yeah, um, I just think some guys, the way I took it with Sam was like some guys are able to come back from injuries and some injuries don't let guys come back as fast as they want. Is that the case with Byron? Who really knows? Uh, we haven't seen him in a long time, so we can't ask him. Put on your uh, soothsayer hat, Cunha. What happens Sunday? Dolphins end up going to the playoffs when it's all said and done? or And I'm, I'm discounting the Buffalo-New England game. I know that counts. But the Dolphins-Jets right. game, how are we feeling when that thing ends? Um, I think you're going to feel good, and then it's going to be immediate, like, <laughs> not panic, <laughs> but just – like even if they get in with the with uh, Bills win, I think you're like, okay, what happens now? We got into the playoffs, <laughs> but what are what's going to happen? And I, I think the scenario is likely Buffalo. Like what right. what are we what, facing? Could posi- what good could possibly come of this? Oh, what's going to happen in Buffalo? Yeah, because I mean, that's that's a tough spot, and that's where I think you really need to, you know, be careful with Teddy because he does have the experience. Um, as long as he doesn't turn the ball over, um, you know, that's, that's, that's what I'm looking forward to. Like, as far as after that game, like, all right, let's say they get in. What, what now? What's next? Is Tua going to be available? Is he going to be ready? Should he, be, you know, play? All, all these things are going to come back. And this whole conversation we've been having since the Cincinnati game, was that week three, week four? We're going to be having it in uh, week 19, quote-unquote. Yeah, Solana, you could just re-air that week of shows that we did after, after that Cincinnati game. Yeah, take a and vacation, just, guys. Yeah, and then just dub over got, every time we say... We got to the car, <laughs> yeah, we haven't got to the car and whore portion of my life yet. So, you know, those weeks, if you just re-rack those episodes, there <laughs> me some... Go uh, ahead, drop a horn on us, uh, Solana, oh. as we wrap things up here. There you go. That means that Cunha's got to wrap things up. When you hear this sound, yeah, that right. means That's Cunha has music. arrived at that his is destination. The music I've deserved. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> if you're going out with the Cunhos for dinner on Saturday night and you're waiting for them to pick you up and you hear this, they're outside your house. And it's time to go. <laughs> Come on, baby. Mike's here. <laughs> <sighs> Uh, we love you mike thank you have a great weekend Uh, it's i'm starting to feel less and less each and every week (laughs) yeah i understand it's like my wife too but then the paycheck comes in and then all of a sudden she loves me again all right there you go a lot of zeros in that paycheck from this station it's all zeros yeah yeah, i was gonna say unfortunately it's all the numbers we're paying mike goodness (laughs) All right, there you go. Thanks, Mike. Thanks, guys.